Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is all about holding an energy of decisiveness, holding the energy and the belief system that what you want is actually going to happen. And this episode is going to be broken down into a few um, different sections. Let me pull up my notes here. So the first one is going to be like, what is the actual energy and why is it important and why it's important? The second section is going to be what it looks like and feels like when we want to go after something, but aren't being decisive and aren't being certain and really what's behind that and what we feel. And um, the third section is going to be how to shift it, how to shift it and how to understand what to be doing instead so that you can be certain that you're actually going to succeed. And then the last section is going to be, why does this actually happen? And actually the third and fourth section, verbally, I switched. So (laughs) it's going to be, what is the energy and why it's important? What it looks like and feels like when we aren't actually being decisive? why it actually happens, and then what to do instead. So practices to include that I teach my clients. And yeah, as always, there's going to be lots of um, content around business and health and overall life. So some of my explanations may resonate with you. Some might not. Either way, I hope that this massively serves you. So the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because... After 12 years of coaching clients, what I know to be true is that the clients that are really successful, that actually get the external things that they want, whether it's a better relationship, whether it is a different body, whether it is um, a higher income through their business or just in general, like whatever they actually want on the external the way that the clients get it or the clients that actually get it are the ones who are certain that the actions that they are doing are actually adding up. And the clients who don't, who don't believe that, end up giving up, right? Because success is not linear. Success looks like a windy road that goes backwards and forwards and up and down and is kind of like a roller coaster in terms of the one that spins you around really fast. Not even the one that goes up and down, but the one that spins you around really fast. (laughs) Right? And we only don't succeed when we give up. And somewhere along the line, society didn't teach us this. They They taught us that someone is better than us and that if it's not succeeding right now that's that means that you're not meant for it or that you're doing something wrong right instead of just continuously going and I think it's Gary Vee who's a big 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 proponent of really being patient and he always says that like people who are younger than 30 or whatever whatever age you are I don't think that there's a certain age where like you can't achieve the thing that you want but especially people younger than 30 he says has like have absolutely no patience and we are in a world of like Amazon priming shit to us and your success is not Amazon prime your success requires you to do a lot of work And especially when you've been trying to do something, trying to build a business, trying to lose weight, trying to get healthier, trying to improve your relationship or your marriage or whatever it is for a long time, our patience runs thin and we kind of have this deadline energetically where we're like, if it doesn't happen by this date, 
That means it's not going to happen. That means I should be giving up. That means I should be going back to my nine to five. That means I should be trying a different diet or trying a different business strategy. However, if you just actually kept on going and you had this knowing that the things you were doing were inspired, the things you were doing were, were being guided by some sort of higher power, whatever you believe in, then you would have this knowing that it's going to work out. And when you have this deep knowing and you have this deep trust, you have this energy of decisiveness that I'm going to keep going and it's going to work out. And this can often be extremely like scary for us, right? A lot of us are so used to things not working out. A lot of us are so used to giving up on the things that we want, whether we deem it quickly giving up or not quicking, quickly giving up, like whatever length of time that is, it's very re- re- relevant. Yes, up for interpretation. We'll just call, call it that. It's very open for interpretation in terms of how quick, like what the word quick means, right? And... It's like clients that I've worked with in health, the only, your, your journey is going to go up and down. Your weight's going to go up and down. Your metabolism is going to change. Your health status is going to change. The amount you can push yourself is going to change at the gym. The amount of energy that you have to put into nourishing yourself is going to change. The types of foods you like are going to change. And we are like so resistant to change because we think that the minute that something changes, like all hell is breaking loose and we're doing something wrong and we immediately have to shift out of it, right? Because we like this sense of control. We like this sense of control that I want to do X and get to Y, (laughs) right? We think it's very linear and life and success is not linear, my friend. Life and success, again, looks like that, looks like a fucking roller coaster. It looks like the one that spins you around really fucking quickly. <laughs> and then eventually you stop and you get to where you want to be, right? And then even after you get off that roller coaster, you still feel very dizzy. Like there's still an after effect, right? There's still a, a portion of your body coming back to homeostasis where it's not fucking, you know, all woozy and wobbly, Right? And we get uncomfortable in that woozy and wobbly phase where we've done the work, we've been on the roller coaster, we've been at the gym, we've been doing the things with our business, we've been putting in the effort for our relationships. And in that woozy and wobbly stage after you get off, you, we, we want to rush out of it. We want to just be like fine again, right? We don't want to feel this discomfort, but that discomfort that you feel when you are doubting yourself, when you are doubting if it's working, when you are doubting if your body's going to catch up, when you are doubting if the weight is actually ever going to come off, when you're doubting if you're ever going to make the money that you want. That's when it's so important to keep going. And if you came with this energy, you acted with this energy of decisiveness that this is going to work out, I'm going to start and I'm not going to stop, your entire life would change. And you would always get to where you actually wanted to go. And you get there a lot quicker and a lot easier if you can adopt what I'm talking about in this podcast. So that's why I want to create this. And I think the first, there were two areas for me where I really decided that I was going to start something. I never stopped something and started and know it was going to work. At the beginning of my health journey, about 13 years ago, I don't know, I mess up dates. So 12 plus years ago is just what I go with. Um... I, no, it wouldn't be 13, almost 13. Anyway, um, I, I started something that I had never done before. Nobody in my family was like athletic. Nobody in my family, like all my family, a lot of people were obese. And um, it was just like in my genetics to kind of do that. I was a very lazy child. My entire family is quite um, not active. And that's what I mean by lazy, like not not pushing themselves in that way. They were never involved in sports, stuff like that. And that's how I grew up. And when I decided that I wanted to shift that part of me, that I didn't want to follow in that pattern, that I wanted to be able to push my own body weight, I wanted to be able to pull my own body weight, I wanted to be able to move it easily and feel that energized feeling that like I wanted to keep moving, like that was a huge shift for me. And so I started and I never stopped. My Again, my, my entire health journey has been very windy, up and down in weight, um, up and down in strength, up and down in speed, 
Um, there have been times where I've been like super like nourishing myself well. That's not a statement, but we're going to go with it. There have been times that I've been nourishing myself really well and more times where like I'd get stoned and binge in the evening and I suffer with binge eating disorders even when I wasn't stoned and all of these things, but there was never an option to stop. And that was because I decided that this was going to work out, that I'm going to veer off track And my track includes me taking a lot of rest days. That track includes me gaining 20 or 30 pounds and then getting the chance to lose it again. Like that track gets to be windy, right? The track with money as well. When I started my entrepreneurial journey, I decided to invest money when I had no money. It was all on credit cards and I could have gone broke every single payment And I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. And I said, this is going to work. I'm going to be able to make this payment this month. I'm going to have more money than this. I'm going to be able to pay off all my credit cards. I'm going to be able to have six figures, multiple six figures. Now we're going to seven figures. Like it's not an option. If it's going to happen, it's a decisiveness that it is going to happen. And when you approach your goals with this decisiveness that yes, it is going to happen, it does happen because you don't stop. And you understand that the journey looks like this windy roller coaster that spins you around a bunch of times, right? And when you can sit with that windiness and the roller coasterness <laughs> and be like, okay, this is just part of the process, it cannot look like it's working out. That's fine. But I know it's going to. I know I'm always being guided. I know I'm going to take another step in the right direction. Every single step I take is going to be a step in the right direction. Even if it doesn't look like it, I know it's going to add up. Right? And this trust is not easy. Right? This decisiveness is not easy. But this is why it is so important. Because without this decisiveness, we give up. Without this decisiveness, we essentially start sabotaging ourselves because we stop doing the things. We're scared to put ourselves out there, scared to keep going. We feel shameful. We feel uncomfortable. We feel all these things like it's just not meant for me. This is just the way it's going to be. And then we back off of what we actually want. And once we start settling and lowering our standards of how we want our life to truly be, that's when we start to give in to being unhappy in certain areas. And Wherever you are right now, you 1 billion percent have the capability to move from that position and get out of that position if it is something you are not absolutely in love with. And this is not to say that there aren't hard things in life. Of course, there are hard things. People die. Shitty fucking things happen. We go into lockdown. (laughs) Some countries are still in lockdown. I don't understand it. You know, like we go through depression. We go through loss. We go through a lot of shitty things. But those shitty things are part of the process to you succeeding. And you cannot expect yourself to give the same amount of energy to the goal that you have, to the physical goal, to the monetary goal, to your business goal, to your relationship goal, when something feels really shitty and feels really heavy. As humans, we only have so much space. And so we have to understand that when our space and our energy is being taken up by other things and we're feeling overwhelmed and heavy and sad and depressed, it's okay to back off of our goals. It's okay to know that this is part of the process. And once you can accept this, that decisiveness gets deeper and deeper and deeper. So when you're in the shit, when you are experiencing loss, when you are feeling depressed, when you are going through something, a surgery, whatever it is, you can say, Oh, this doesn't mean I'm not getting to where I'm going. Right now, it might not look like it. I might not see the immediate results, but it is adding up. This is just part of the process. And that acceptance is really difficult. And that acceptance is a key part to truly understanding and embodying this decisive energy. And we're taught not to accept it. We're taught, again, to get out of the shit quicker not feel the shit, not feel the sadness, not feel the pain, the grief, right? And not feeling something does not allow us to accept it. And if we can't accept it, then we cannot move through it. And then it stays there and then it takes up more space, right? And then we have less space to do the things that we actually want, right? That's why self-acceptance is such a big thing that I love, love, love to teach and talk about. Um, So what does it look like? Part two, what does it look like when it, when, 
Or what does it look like and feel like when we want to go after something but aren't being decisive? <sighs> this can look like a lot of things. <laughs> it can look like a lot of things and it's individualized for everybody. But in my experience and with my clients, this is what I see. These are some like consistent things. So first is that we want to change something, right? We're like, okay, I don't like this. I want something different. I want a different body. I want more money. I want to be more fulfilled. I want a different relationship. I'm tired of being unhappy, right? We want to move away from something. And then we get clear on what we want. Sometimes, sometimes people don't even do this step. <laughs> and it's such a big part of manifestation. It is such a big part of being decisive and knowing that it's going to work out for you and just being successful, because it's like on one hand, we know what we're moving away from, but if you don't know where you're moving towards and what you want and what you actually want out of your life or this area of your life, how are you going to create it? How are you going to know when you actually get there? Right? This is why goal setting is so important. And I think this is probably one of the least utilized tools in the coaching industry or in, uh, you know, practitioners or whatever it is. And I believe that the intentions and the goals have to come from you, have to come from the client, have to come from the individual. I can't set your goals for you, even if your lab values are off and we want to get them back into a certain range. I can say that till I'm blue in the face, but unless it means something to you, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be dedicated to it, right? And so a lot of times we are scared to figure out what we actually want because we may feel so far from it, right? We may feel like that's not possible or like, oh, I know what I want, but I'm so scared to say it because it hasn't happened. I've been trying and I feel shameful and I feel upset and I feel uncomfortable where I am. And I don't want to admit that. No one wants to admit that they feel bad where they're at. Nobody wants to admit that they don't like something about themselves. Nobody wants to admit that they feel shameful. Like when was the last time you called somebody up and you were like, hey, I'm feeling really shameful because I did this thing and I know that it hurt somebody or it hurt me or I wish I didn't fucking do this again. Like, it's not very often that we fully express these emotions, right? And so not expressing those emotions to ourselves, to others, etc., someone we feel safe with prevents us from feeling secure with setting that goal. So with my clients, a lot of times I ask them when they're struggling with something and I'll get a voice memo from them or a DM or we'll be on a call and they're just like, I, I, this just isn't fucking working. I don't know what's going on. And they just get very frustrated and they're like, I, I, I need help here. And I, I can give them help. I can give them the strategy, but the strategy is not going to work if they're not acknowledging the fear and the shame that they are feeling. And acknowledging that doesn't, again, it doesn't negate where you are going it only enhances the space you have for yourself to actually keep going and keep getting to your goal, right? It expands the space you have, and that's the goal in feeling, <laughs> right? But when we don't feel, then we just shove it down, and then when somebody asks us what we want or when we go to set a goal, we're just like, oh, I just don't want to be broke anymore. I just don't want this credit card debt anymore. I just don't want this body anymore. I don't want to feel fat anymore. I don't want to feel uncomfortable anymore, feel fat in quotations. Fat is not a feeling, different conversation. But we say that to ourselves, right? And when all of our focus is on what we don't want, the universe has nothing to grasp onto other than what we don't want, which is not useful for us or what the universe wants to help us co-create, which means knowing where you want to go or knowing what you want to move away from and knowing where you want to go is so important, right? So when we want to go after something, but we are struggling to be decisive about it, we're struggling to fully commit our energy to it, it's likely that we don't have a vision, have a feeling, have a decisive, like, this is what I want. Because there's a part of us that feels like we can't have it, that we aren't worthy of it that because it hasn't happened yet, it's just not going to happen for us or we aren't good enough to get that thing, right? And when we don't have a clear vision of where we are going, 
we, we don't know what we're, what we're doing. It's like going to the gym and not having a plan, not knowing what your goals are, not knowing what you want to work out, not, not having any sort of, even like a loosely structured plan, leg day, upper body day, lower body day, upper body day, total body day, whatever it is. It's like going and doing like a bicep curl and then like a sumo deadlift and then running. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> For those of you that don't know exercise prescription, that is not appropriate exercise prescription. (laughs) And it just doesn't make sense anatomically. (laughs) You're going to get nowhere really fast. You're going to be really good at those three movements, right? But (laughs) I crack myself up. (laughs) I hope some of you are laughing with me. (laughs) Maybe not. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, going and having directions but you don't know where the like driving and having directions and not knowing where you're going to you'll get there you'll get somewhere but you won't know when you actually get there (laughs) you won't be able to remember how you got there you would not be able to repeat it again right there there's a bunch of missing things of like well where am I going there's no excitement imagine if every time you got in the car like your car just drove you and like you didn't know where you were going like that's what we do when we set goals and we don't actually have a clear vision of where we want to go and therefore the excitement let's say you're going to like a five-star restaurant and it was going to be all included for you and you're going to meet your favorite I don't know musician John Mayer let's say because I love John Mayer like the excitement of where I was going the dedication that I would put into like me showing up for myself that day the everything about that day would be different if I didn't know where I was going, if I didn't know that I was going to meet John Mayer at a five-star restaurant, he, apparently he was taking me out, <laughs> you know? So the showing up for myself, who knows, maybe I'd fucking not even go. I'd be tired or, you know, I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, oh, it couldn't actually be that good, right? Instead, it would be like the most amazing thing of my life, right? But you, So you have to have a clear, <laughs> lots of examples, you have to have a clear goal of what you actually want. And stay attached to that goal. And I'll give you some um, tools for this in a little bit. Right? But that's what it gets to look like so that every single day you struggle to show up more when you don't know where you're going. You don't even know when you get there. And so therefore you have nothing to celebrate. Right? If you don't have that clear goal of you want X amount of money or you, know, you want a seven-figure business or you want... Um, abs or you want your body to look a certain way or you want your strength to be a certain way or whatever it is your relationship to be a certain way and all you know is what you don't want it's going to be very hard to match that up and you're going to struggle to be decisive the decisive energy comes from this is happening I'm launching this product and I'm getting signups I am building a business and it's going to be massively successful it's going to be successful in these ways it can be as specific or as general as you want but it has to feel true for you right? Your health, I'm going to go to the gym and this is, I'm getting stronger. Like the decisiveness in the, is in the, is behind the wording and behind the energy of every time you go to the gym, every time you show up in your business, you know that it's working and adding up for you. That every bicep curl you do, every step you take, every time you post content, every time you send a DM, whatever it is that you are doing, every time you have another conversation with your partner and you try and improve it, it is all adding up. And in the meantime, it's going to look like the windy roller coaster. But that doesn't waver the decisiveness. That doesn't waver the fact that we know that we are being guided. That every step we take has been put into us from some higher power, has felt inspired to actually ta- take us somewhere. And that those daily inspired actions lead somewhere. Hmm. And truthfully, we get really scared to to make this decisiveness right and when we are scared to be decisive about it we're going to be scared when we're showing up and there's going to be very little like knowing behind it that this is working out right this is truly what differs from the clients that I've worked with who are really successful in all areas Versus those who are just like kind of coasting and are like, this isn't for me. I have to give up. I don't have the money for this and blah, blah, blah. Right. And again, those excuses are excuses. I did a whole podcast on this previously, I think last week, but um, it's opportunity for you to become even more decisive. The doubts are an opportunity for you to become even more decisive. They know it is working out. 
It is working out. It's going to be windy and that's okay. Right? So we've gone through a lot of the why for part three. A lot of the why do we experience the struggle to be decisive. Um, Fear is obviously the biggest one. Fear of it never happening and being let down. Right? And oftentimes we get so scared of being let down that we don't even try. And not trying definitely gets you nowhere. I'd rather be let down than, than not try. You know, and I think as a society, we have to, we, we, we get to switch that. I think we have to switch it. Because we get so scared to do the things we want. Because we're so scared of letting ourselves down or letting somebody else down. Or it not coming the exact way that we thought it would. Right? And we, we just want to like prove ourselves to other people. Prove ourselves enough so that people love us and are like us. And none of that is necessary. Love is not a conditional thing. It's not conditioned. We're conditioned to think that when we love ourselves, it's because we have this certain body, this certain leanness, this, this certain health, whatever it is. You know, when we love our life, it's because we have X amount of money versus being able to be present with ourselves now and finding gratitude and love for where we are now. Right? That feels a lot less pressuring. If you say, well, I actually really do love my body now. I might want to change certain things. I might wish things were different and I can get to wherever I want. And it might not be natural. <laughs> might need to inject your butt with some stuff, depending on how big you want it. But like you do you, you might want bigger boobs. You do you perfectly fine. But this reducing of the pressure to release the fear that you have and acknowledging that you get to love where you are. You get to be proud of yourself where you are. I wrote a post this morning or a story this morning um, I took Orange Theory. This is one of the workouts that I do. Um, and I used to be like way faster, way faster than I am now. And I stopped Orange Theory for a while. I felt very shameful. I used to be a coach there. And like, I just got really deconditioned in terms of like their workouts. And so I've been back for four months now or something like that. And so my speed's been getting, you know, faster and stuff like that. And today we had our one mile benchmark run. They occasionally do like certain challenges so you can track your progress, right? And today... I think I ran a mile in nine minutes and 21 seconds, which like compared to when I first started ever working out, that was phenomenal. I used to not be able to run, but compared to like the best shape that I've ever been in, it's about a minute slower. I last or two years ago, I had PR'd at a, had a personal record of eight minutes and 21 seconds. And that's what I would like to be at again. And then like work, work my way down from there. But today I was like, you know what? I'm not where I used to be and that's Okay. And I get to be proud of myself. I get to be proud of myself, not from comparing myself to where I used to be. I just get to be proud of myself and grateful for my body to do that, to run. Meanwhile, like the dudes in the treadmill next to me were at like 11 miles an hour. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not at 11 miles an hour. I could run 11 miles an hour for a few seconds, 30, 40 seconds maybe. Um, but not for six minutes, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm like, no, you don't have to beat these people. It's impossible to beat them right now. <laughs> right. And it's like, we just compare ourselves to old versions of us, versions of us that we wish we were other people. And it's just, it, it's not helpful in feeling decisive in what we actually want to be true for us. Right. And when you are more present with where you are, you get to accept and love where you are and be proud and grateful for where you are. And all of the other things you would like to change, you still get to change. Being proud and loving yourself does not negate the fact that you want things to shift. It's not, it's independent of each other. The love that you have for yourself, the love that you have for your body, the gratitude you have for your body and your life or wherever you are, your job, your relationship is independent of the things that you want to shift in that area, right? And that's a new concept for a lot of us, and that's okay. Sorry if you're not on video and you can't see me. I'm drinking tea right now. I have this lavender um, 
lavender honey tea. It's amazing. And the back of the tea bag, it's one of those yogi teas. It says, even a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step and every fucking step after that, right? So don't prevent yourself from being decisive about what you want because you are a thousand miles away from it, right? A last example for right now, I can't say for the entire podcast, but for right now, uh, I had a client yesterday in one of my um, groups, the Ascension Mini Mind, it is called, um, and it is a 10-week mini mind that helps people receive more, helps people manifest the things that they actually want in an easier way. And one of the girls was just like, <sighs> she was saying how she wanted to, to be in a certain place. And she was just like, but that person is so famous. I could never actually get to meet that person. I could never get to collaborate with that person. Like I'm just like little small me and he's really big and famous and all this stuff. And I was like, there are other people who are small, who have met massively famous people and collabed with them. Um, John Mayer the other day, um, actually he was releasing a song. And so this girl had actually pieced together the little parts of the song that he was releasing over the past year or six months or whatever it was before he released the full song. And she started to make her own John Mayer song based off of the things that he was releasing. And she studied his music and like tried to like create what his song would be and was interested to see how different hers was from his. And he found out and she was no one famous. She was just somebody on YouTube or whatever. And, uh, he found out and he heard it and like he connected with her and then he sent her the song earlier um, than like the rest of the world heard it and was like, hey, I'd love your opinion on this and like voice memoed her. Like what? <laughs> you know, like people can, you, you can do the thing that you want. You have to believe that you can. You have to be decisive that you can, right? So that fear of letting yourself down is, is a big one. Fear of it not happening. Fear of letting other people down, right? There's also a sense of like, we don't actually feel comfortable in the energy of being decisive because whenever we move forward or move towards a different thing, there's a version of, of ourselves that we thought we had to be that we have to give up. And I'll give you an example. Um, if we talk about money, we all have money stories, Right? We all have where we came from. We all have, you know, what our family grew up saying to us about money. We all had this idea of like, okay, you're going to graduate. I'm a registered dietitian, so I'm expected to make X amount, right? And we attach ourselves. We find comfort in that, in that story, even if that story is not something we like, right? And as coming out of being a registered dietitian and like knowing I was going to make maybe $50,000, maybe $60,000, maybe in like 10 years, six figures or something like that. And I was like, oh, that sounds awful. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> but I, I was like so used to complaining about it. So used to that story being my story that that's just what dietitians make. That that's just what my friends are making. That's what my sister's making. That's what like my mentors are making. My sister's also a registered dietitian. And yeah, it was just more comfortable versus surrounding myself with entrepreneurs, surrounding myself with RD entrepreneurs who were making way more like that felt uncomfortable. Right. Because I was so used to being the person making $50,000 maximum. And I never actually did. I took jobs that paid me like 20 bucks an hour and they were part time. And that's for a different conversation. But there was comfort in staying where I was at. There was comfort in not putting myself with people who made more money than me and trying to associate myself with them. Right. Because there was that fear of what if I'm not good enough? Right. If you want to have something, you get to surround yourself with people who actually have it so that you see how it can happen, so that you get more confirmation that you can decide that it's actually going to happen. But then all these stories of, but that's not me. I'm not good enough for that. Those people aren't going to like me. All of these bullshit stories that we have because we are gripping onto the sense of control of who we thought we needed to be in life. And staying with that pain can be very comforting. Staying with the negativity, as much as we might not like it, 
it is comfortable. So if you are in a place of like, I really want something different in some point of my life, in some area of my life, I want you to look at who you're surrounding yourself with. And what do you guys talk about? Do you talk about negative things? Or do you talk about positive things? Do you talk about all the things that you want to create and share your feelings and share your stresses and get real with people? And then also talk about like what you want to create and where you want to see yourself and like, you know, this like and having this energy of like, oh my goodness, this is life. I'm so excited for it. Or are you sitting in a place of, oh, this fucking sucks and this person sucks and I went for this interview and that sucked more and this sucks and this and, and all this negativity right? When you're in an energy of decisiveness that you are getting somewhere, you get to shift who and how you spend your time, shift who you spend your time with and how you spend it with them. And this is one of the first things that I see shift in my clients who start to become very decisive about who they want. They all of a sudden don't feel like good around the clients or the friends that they have or have had because they resonate, their friends resonate with the old version of them. And they feel limited by it. They don't feel expansive. And I'm not saying you have to get rid of your friends, but you get to shift the way and you interact with them, how much time you spend with them, etc. And then you get to find people who are going in the same way as you. That makes decisiveness a lot easier. right? But in order to do that, we have to understand that we are good enough to be with those people. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that discomfort does not mean that you are not made for it. <coughs> Excuse me. Right? And that challenge of letting go of who we used to be, the negativity, the pain, the attachment that we have to the struggle, the comfort that we find in the struggle, the heroicness that we find in that struggle that, that makes us feel better about ourselves. Well, I overcame this and yeah, I feel better about myself. And you can 100%. And you don't need to be attached to that struggle in order to be successful because we start to hold on to that struggle. We start to find comfort in that struggle. We start to find comfort in that story. And that's why growth is so difficult. That's why being decisive is so difficult because it requires us to let go of who we have been, the way we have been thinking. And that's uncomfortable. And that's okay. That's why they say growth is uncomfortable, but in this deep sense of like, parts of yourself will literally feel like they are dying. Who you thought you had to be will feel like you're just like leaving parts of yourself. You're like, but, but who am I if I'm not that? Right? And that, that's a common theme as well. And that's for coaching and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, another reason why we avoid being decisive is because we're scared. This one's kind of more of like a tough love. But we are scared to take responsibility for our actions, our feelings, and our thoughts. And it's easier to not take self-responsibility. It's easier to blame people. It's easier to blame the fact that, oh, you just got this degree and that degree led you here, right? I could have stayed with the story of as a registered dietitian, I make this amount of money. These are the only jobs that are available to me, right? I could have said that. I could have stayed with that. And a lot of people do, and that's fine, but it was not serving me. It made me feel claustrophobic. I did not like it. It was comfortable and I stayed there for a few years, right? Same thing as a personal trainer. I was like, well, you know, I could work at Lifetime, which is probably the only place I'll make good money. And then I could maybe be a manager and I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to be in a gym for the rest of my life. If you do, that's fine. I did not. I knew that I had a bigger and a deeper mission. And I knew that there was going to be no job to allow me to flourish and thrive the way that I wanted to, the way that I have now by paving my own way. Right? And letting go of the salary you think you have to make or you think you're stuck with. Letting go of the blame that you have on the reason why you're in the place that you are. Right, That's uncomfortable versus just taking self-responsibility. When I settled as a personal trainer to work for $20, $30, $40 an hour, I settled for that. When I settled to work at a place as a registered dietitian and in a place that I fucking hated and I didn't like any clinical jobs, I chose that. No one chose that for me. 
No one chose that for me at all. I chose it. And it hurts when we start to see how we've actually created a reality that we don't like. And again, that pain is okay to feel. That pain is what's associated with the self-responsibility. And we don't like pain, right? I get it. But in order to move towards what you want, in order to shift anything in your life, you have to take self-responsibility for where you are at. Right? And obviously there's, there's certain circumstances where like that did happen to me. Right? And sometimes you didn't have control over things. Right? Like COVID, we didn't have control over lockdown and our government and mask mandates and all of these things. But we do have a responsibility to do our own research to understand what we believe to be true, to listen to ourselves, and to develop our own belief systems, and to not react in like a, a hectic way, which we, we all did, and that's fine. When something's new, a lot of times we get very, very you know hectic and reactive, and it's okay. That's normal. It's a normal human response, but that's what you get to take responsibility for. Just like I can't control what the mean average is for registered dietitians in America, but I can control what I settle for. I can control what type of jobs I take. I can control what I can control, right? So taking self-responsibility in the sense of what can you control? What, di- what choices did you make that led you here? Is uncomfortable, annoying, <laughs> sucky, <laughs> painful, <laughs> but necessary, And when you take self-responsibility, it doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean, like, you don't have to get mad at yourself for it. And it's okay if you do. I've been mad at myself for a ton of things that I settled for and undermined my own value for and um, disrespected myself for. But I don't allow it to stay in this place of, like, anger at myself I turn it into fuel for what I actually want to create. Because if you can create a reality that you aren't happy with in anywhere, any shape of your life, any place of your life, then you can create a reality that you actually are happy with. And I don't think there's ever a point where things are going to be perfect. We're always a work in progress. But that doesn't negate the fact that you get to be happy where you are. So take self-responsibility and get real with yourself. And then the last reason why we struggle to be decisive or play in the energy of being decisive and just going full force into what we want is because it's easier to stay the same than change for all of these reasons, right? And as much as some of you may be in this place of, that wasn't in my control, I couldn't have done anything about it, I get it, I was there for a long time. I'm not judging you for it, but I encourage you to take a step back. And look at what role you did have. You cannot control everything, but what role did you have? All right, and just get real with yourself and feel the things. You're feeling the things anyway. Like your subconscious knows, like your body knows that you're feeling shameful or shitty or uncomfortable or whatever. All right, so you might as well feel it because once you feel it, it doesn't take up space in your body. Once you have more space in your body, and in your energy field, then you can actually be decisive and go after what you want, right? Sorry, tea break. I don't want it to get cold. Like That like lukewarm tea does not appease me. <laughs> it either has to be like hot <laughs> or iced. <laughs> Same thing if I went back to drinking coffee, which I, I don't drink coffee currently. But anyway, so we know what is this energy and why it's important We know what it looks like and feels like we want to go after something. We know why we struggle to do it. And now what do we do instead? So I gave you some like little stuff along the way throughout this podcast. But first step is getting clear about what you want. Get very clear about what you want. If you were to actually say the thing that you want and didn't judge it, did not judge it as being too much, did not judge yourself for being too far from where you want to be, 
did not judge yourself as not being as it not being possible for you you not being good enough for it, you not have making the right decisions previously whatever it is if you didn't have that baggage that you're carrying what would you say you wanted get very clear with this and i cannot tell you how many clients i have asked like what do you want and they're just like i don't know they genuinely don't know they've never asked themselves that question and once I started asking myself this question I was like oh this is amazing I love writing lists of what I want in life (laughs) and it can be anything from superficial things to deep things to connection to love to a, a deep sense of joy and happiness and thriving it can be a certain amount of money a fuck ton of money like whatever feels true for you It can be abs, it could just be lab values, it can be feeling really good in your body, it can be all of it. But like have fun with it. And again, there might be some resistance and that's okay, but get clear on what you want. Next is to envision it. And there's tons of meditations that I have. It's in the Just Keep Thriving app. It should be out by the time this podcast comes out. I will put it down in the show notes if it is or if it isn't. (laughs) It should be though, um, depending on when my team launches this one. But (laughs) I have lots of meditations and visualizations and journal prompts and teachings about this in the app. Um, And you can come in and out of the app as you choose. You can come monthly, you can pay in full, whatever feels good for you. Um, There's also tons of them on YouTube. If you have other people that you want to listen to, that's perfectly fine. Or you can just envision it. You can feel it. You can feel it and envision it as if it's happening now. You can embody the thing you want now. And the other day I got a question from a client. Well, what do I, how do I know what it feels like if I've never had it? And that's a valid question. And you might not know exactly what it feels like, but every superficial goal has a deeper goal has a deeper desire, has an underlying thing that you desire. Money has an underlying sense of freedom, has an underlying sense of um, calm, has an underlying sense of, you know, whatever it is for you, safety, right? You know what those feelings feel like, feel that in your body and envision it as if it was related to the thing you want, okay? I recommend to do this daily, Um, again, there's lots of, uh, meditations and visualizations that I have in the app and journal prompts that you can use to help you. You can also do it on your own. If that's the way you vibe, totally cool too. I do think my stuff is epic, but that's up to you. (laughs) I still love you regardless. Um, and revisit it every single day. Once you know what you want, once you know what it feels like, once you can envision it, once you can sit there and like feel yourself as that person who has these things then I want you to revisit it every single day. And whenever your thoughts veer off throughout the day, when you get into that point where like you feel like you've just gotten off the roller coaster and you're still fucking spinning, your world is still spinning and you're uncomfortable and you're like, but I'm not there yet. Look at all this shit. This fucking sucks. Feel that. But redirect it into where you actually want to be, what you were actually wanting to call into your life. Okay. And the more often you redirect this, The more you process those feelings, the clearer your energy will be, the clearer you will be in being decisive about what you want. And the less your your mind will actually go to the doubts. Does that make sense? The next thing is understand what's limiting you. Whatever beliefs and stories and feelings, feelings that you're hiding from yourself, understand those things process those things feel those things with a coach with someone you feel safe with a family member a friend whatever it is a partner right without trying to change it just feel it allow it to come through and then acknowledge the things you're feeling acknowledge the doubts don't hide from them acknowledge the struggles do not hide from them it's going to come back to bite you bite you in the ass (laughs) but always energetically Always, in terms of your beliefs and your mindset, in terms of your actions, come back to your power, the power that is innately within you, the power that you have to change, the power that you have to love, the power that you have to be present, the power that you have over your reality. And when you do this, the energy of decisiveness becomes so much more solid 
within your body. And that's what I hope for you. That's what I want for you. So that you can really be clear and go after what you want. And even when it looks windy, even when you're like, what the fuck is going on, universe? I don't get this. You still know that it is happening. And you still believe in yourself and you still believe that you can have the thing you want because that is what makes the difference between when we are successful and when we sabotage ourselves. And that's what I hope for you. So with that being said, thank you guys for coming along on this journey with me today. I'd love it if whether you're watching this or hearing this in the app or wherever you're listening to this, just to screenshot it and tag me and put the name of the episode or the video and let me know um, that you liked it. You can also DM me about it at Johnny underscore Agresta and do the activities. It's going to make a difference in your life. That's why I share this. And I hope that this episode, video, whatever it is, is massively serving you. I love you guys and I will see you soon.